Welcome to the Connor Andrew Show podcast for pro plumbing and heating. Uh, I got to read you something here. Uh, my palms sweat a little bit when I think about. Well, I know that's not bringing you any comfort, but listen to this. Hey, Garn, just heading into the city for work, freaking out a bit. On Friday night, I sent a text to a coworker confessing to her that I think about her all the time and how I see a future for us together outside of work. It's been more than 48 hours and I haven't heard a thing. Nothing. I'm thinking that's not a good thing. We start at work at 7.30 and I wish I could say I was excited about seeing her, but I'm actually dreading it. I think I may have screwed this up. DK. Well, uh, I don't know that a confession like that is best suited for a text message. That might be more of a face-to-face, but what the hell do I know? <laughs> Would you be freaked out if you got that text message from a coworker? Well, it probably depends on which coworker it was that sent it. Uh, but I can totally understand how you're feeling uncomfortable, though. Because when you send something like that, and then you don't even get a thumbs up, or a smile emoji, or a heart, or a laughing face, that's rough. Garner! Uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about just how it's weird when you go to a Starbucks and people are having kind of intermittent conversations in the Starbucks, but the Starbucks is so quiet that everybody is listening to the conversation. And you do it too. Don't tell me you don't eavesdrop on conversations that are going on in there. Sure, you pretend to be reading your textbook, but you're not. This one just came in. Garner, I was in a Starbucks just after Christmas and overheard a young woman telling her parents that she had flunked out of university. It was so awkward. Why would you choose to have that conversation with an earshot of 20 or 30 people that just want to have coffee and catch up with an old friend? Oh. Uh, somebody else said, Garner, the strangest thing I've ever overheard, I was in post-op recovery at a hospital recovering from day surgery. There were several patients in the room, all separated by hospital curtains. On the other side of the curtain, I could hear someone say, so you're telling me you have no idea who stabbed you? It was a police officer trying to interrogate a victim who was not cooperating with the police. Oh. Sometimes you need a wall. Sometimes a curtain's not enough. You need probably two or three layers of drywall. Uh, what's your story? 423-1029. 780-423-1029. In uh, an update here, too, I have no update for you. The guy that texted just after 6 o'clock this morning and said that on Friday night he sent a text message to a girl he worked with and suggested that they be more than just co-workers. He wanted to take it to the next level and then was met with radio silence all weekend. Not a single, not even an emoji, not even the laughing face emoji or the crying face emoji, nothing. So he was kind of dreading going to work. They started work about a half hour ago. If you're listening, DK, we need an update. We're all dying to know what happened. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Please allow me to put your name up on the marquee this morning. I'm going to put Denise's name. Oh, I hope... Oh, I think it's okay to say Denise's name. There, I said it again. Because Denise sent a text. 
It says, Garn, yesterday you were talking about accidentally getting involved in an awkward situation or conversation. On Saturday, my bridesmaids and I were out dress shopping. We were in a bridal store when another bride-to-be came in for her final fitting. The dress did not fit. She snapped. Her mother snapped. The maid of honor snapped. The manager of the store was showing her the measurements that were taken months ago. The girl refused to believe that perhaps she had put on a couple of pounds, although the store manager never said that. Anyway, I felt bad for the manager because in order to talk this woman down for the ledge, from the ledge, he's going to have to have the dress remade or tweaked this week. Her wedding is this coming weekend. It was so awkward and so tense. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, we were talking about this on the show yesterday when you just sort of get... Your collateral damage. You just get hit by awkward shrapnel. For some reason, you walk in in the wrong time and... Ugh. Next thing you know, you have to sit there and feel somebody else's shame and embarrassment. This one came in yesterday, too. Garner, not even two weeks ago, I had the unfortunate experience of witness witnessing a middle-aged man get fired from his retail job in a mall food court by a guy half his age. I felt so bad for the guy getting fired. I don't care if he sucked at his job or not. Nobody deserves that. You're right, Katie. Nobody deserves that. Where are the staff rooms? Where are the back offices in those places so that people don't have to get fired in the food court or interviewed in the food court? Somebody answer that, please. Garner! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. It was Ashley's turn to fail the Sonic Rock Door test today. We opened the door. She guessed rural Alberta Advantage white lights, and I had to break the news to her that she was wrong. Horribly wrong. So tomorrow morning at 8.20, the Rock Door's worth $522. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. Garner! Uh, what's going on? Hey, Garner, how's it going? Good. Good. The other day you mentioned how Liam Gallagher was somebody that you respected so much in musician but despised as a human. Well, despise might be kind of a strong word. I don't know him. I've never met him. Maybe the Liam Gallagher we all hear about is the manufactured showbiz Liam Gallagher. Maybe the real-life Liam Gallagher is a guy that volunteers 10 hours a month, feeds his neighbor's cats when they're away, has all the time in the world to stop and chat with lonely senior citizens in the park. But that's not the Liam Gallagher that we know. So maybe we should go with dislike instead of despise. Mine's Anthony Kiedis. Oh. Have you read the Scar Tissue book? I've started a couple of times. I have it. And uh, hang on. Let me, yes. just, let me just quickly shoulder check here. I'm not the world's biggest Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Yeah, I think I knew that. I'm not the big, I'm a giant Dave Grohl fan, but I'm not a big Foo Fighters fan. No? No, like I like I respect everything he does, and as a person, he's fantastic. But the music, to me, is pretty generic. But that's a different story. But the, the Scar Tissue book, I went from being a huge fan of the Chili Peppers to, nah, that guy's kind of a douche. <laughs> Why, is it kind of pretentious? What's the deal? Well, I, I... well he's uh, it's almost like he's disappointed in himself that he's not the world's biggest drug user anymore. And it really comes across that way. Huh. I know, Bryce, where, the, where the Motley Crue guys just kind of tell the story. They don't condone it. They don't, they're not proud of it. They don't 
they're not sorry for it, but they just tell it like a story where Anthony Kiedis comes across as like, I used to be this giant party animal, now I kind of miss it. Yeah, I used to be really good at something. Yeah, it's really disappointing, actually. Okay, well, I'll try again sometime. I really do feel like I should read it. And Anthony Kiedis is one of those guys that I respect, but I, well, I wouldn't say I despise him as a person because I know nothing about him. I'm just not a fan of the music enough to... Yeah. Wade through 500 pages or whatever that that that's a fairly substantial book. It's a pretty big book, and it kind of it kind of ruined the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers for me. Hmm. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show, the show that stars you and the interesting, sometimes painful things that you've experienced in your life. I got this text message a while ago. It says, "Garner, awkward story." I was on jury duty a few years ago for a crime involving pimping out an underage girl. The day of the victim statements, I went for our lunch before court reconvened. The accused and his girlfriend were having lunch at the same place, and we basically had to walk back to court together. I went to the jury door. He went to the accused box. Very awkward for all of us. I texted this person back, and I said, can I talk to you on the radio? And they said, sure. So we're going to talk. I want to find out... All about jury duty. Good morning. Hey, it's Garner. Hi, Garner. Do we need to disguise your voice or change your name? (laughs) I was thinking about that, but no, this is a few years old. So, well, did you find the guy guilty? Um, I... We all thought he was guilty, but honestly, the um, evidence didn't show it. Like, we couldn't support that with the law so he is walking around i assume oh yeah that really bothers me to this day well yeah it's i mean that would really suck especially if you know that the guy sitting across the table is just a total dirt bag but yet you can't throw the book at him oh yeah we we really debated but i mean there just wasn't legal proof but He was such a liar. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's why you do jury duty is to, yep. you know, and that's why there's such a thing as a defense lawyer is it's not to really defend you as a dirt bag. It's to make sure that you have a fair trial. Yeah. No, it was a really interesting process, but it was really difficult too. See, jury duty is one of those things that to somebody who's never been summoned for jury duty, we, mm-hmm. we all look at it and go, oh man, that'd be so awesome. It, yeah. But I get the feeling it's not awesome. No, well, it's two equal parts, which are completely different. And actually, it just so happens that I'm a teacher and part of what I teach is about jury duty and the legal system. And so um, it was amazing for that because I learned all this stuff and I came back and I told them this whole process and they were just riveted because I had an actual story to it. Yeah. Um, But then the other equal part that's awful is it's just like it's like I came home the first day after the witness or sorry, not the witness, the victim gave her, you know, day-long um, whatever, talking about her experience, and I was just like, I bawled and I slapped, and it was like awful, because oh, wow. it's somebody's like worst day, and they have to tell all these strangers, it's horrible. Yeah, that'd be terrible. I think, I uh, I don't think I could be on that jury. That'd be hard. But I, I want to ask you, is is jury duty what we see on TV, where you're sequestered in a bad hotel room they're cut off from the outside world no newspaper no radio no television no books (laughs) you weren't like that well that is um true i don't know if it's a bad hotel but like you we 
had to pack a suitcase and um, those things are true where like you can't bring anything but we didn't end up being sequestered because we made the decision prior to I guess closing time on the day so Mm. Um, yeah, but it was funny because when we when you go into the part where you, um, I'm sorry, it's the morning, I'm forgetting words, but the part where you <laughs> debate or whatever. Deliberation. Um, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, so when you go into that part, you can't leave, like the jury has to be together at all times. And so we had one smoker in our group and like every time he wanted to go down for a smoke, he felt so terrible. We had to take the elevator down altogether. Ooh, what if somebody needed to make a, (laughs) what if somebody needed to make a tinkle? Well, there's a little bathroom in the jury room, the deliberation room. Oh, oh my God. I hope it's not like a thin hollow corridor or anything. (laughs) Uh, I don't remember that, but it's a tiny, tiny room. Like it's pretty cramped quarters. Yeah. Well, at least you could come out you, because you teach this that like that's fantastic firsthand yeah. experience that you can take back to the classroom. But no, it was amazing, and like I was right in the middle of that unit, and it was like it was like serendipity. But wow. yeah, I don't wish to do it again. And holy cow, do people lie to get out of jury duty? It was really eye opening. I had no idea. Well, one day I'm going to get summoned to jury duty. One day, and I'm going to get yeah, to throw might. the book at a dirt bag. Well, I hope you get the chance to because, uh, yeah, you can make up for the little bit of guilt that I feel. Okay. Thank you very much, Anonymous Jerk. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Garner, if the NHL was rigged, then mega TV market cities would make deep runs in the playoffs every year. New York TV games are worth more than Nashville games. Heck, Montreal is worth more than a Nashville game. Okay, good point. Again, that is uh, for those people who still insist that the NHL is rigged. Uh, Somebody, I was talking about how that whole national anthem fiasco the other night with Lady Antebellum. They got up to sing the U.S. national anthem before the Predators-Jets games and totally forgot the words. (laughs) Oh, I can't watch that. I don't know what it is. But it just makes me so uncomfortable. And I was saying, too, I can't listen to prank phone calls on the radio. That makes me uncomfortable as well. I don't know what that is. Uh, And then I got this text message. Garner, you were talking about things that make you wildly uncomfortable. Grocery shopping or any kind of shopping, actually. My shopping cart is a glimpse into my personal life. I can't stand feeling like I'm being judged. Yeah, I buy no name because I'm not rich. Great. Now you know that I'm not rich and that I eat no-name margarine. That's from Anne. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.